Coming up, we're going to talk about the things that have us most hyped up for Halloween Horror Nights from our hype house list to some of the food options. And we'll talk about a little bit more on this week's episode of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. I'm your host, Greg Williams, and I'm joined alongside by my co-host, Rhino. Hello. Hello. Hope everyone is having a great week, and we're going to have a lot of fun because today it is official Halloween time at Universal Orlando Resort with the kickoff of Halloween Horror Nights 31. Of course, we will be there to cover all of the houses, get a good feel of the experience, probably not see a lot of scare zones on our first night, maybe after we get a little bit deeper into the event. Uh, Of course, same thing goes for food, uh, but that doesn't mean we still can't talk about how excited we are with it all. But uh, before we get to that, I want to remind you this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content, you want to support us, please book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money and you get the support of a Dreams Unlimited Travel agent. So head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for a free, no obligation quote. Okay, we're going to get into the Halloween stuff, but before we get there, I feel like like, we got to do a little bit of housekeeping with other items, and uh, one of the first most exciting things is that Revenge of the Mummy has entered its technical rehearsal phase in terms of reopening, which is very, very exciting. Uh, A few weeks back... It uh, there was a uh, team member previews for it, and it, it might have been even less than a few. It might have been a couple. Might have just you know been right on that line, and things felt like it was moving in the right direction towards Revenge of the Mummy reopening. And then it kind of went a little while where they weren't doing anything, and then just earlier this week they finally have moved it into technical rehearsals, which is very very exciting because that means hopefully soon it will be officially reopened for everyone to enjoy they said late summer is when it would be available and technically we are still in summer despite halloween season being at universal orlando but yeah uh revenge of the mummy is is in technical rehearsal who knows maybe by the time this comes out they say you know what we're done with the rehearsal we're going to call it officially opened and uh i I would be okay with that too that would be one thing that i'm i'm happy that we are slightly late on but i think it's very exciting of course they didn't change anything major with the attraction they updated effects they uh they spruced it up and just tried to make it work a little bit you know a little bit better it's it's getting to be an old attraction at this point and older attractions need a little tlc and i know for one i am excited to get out there uh i tried to go over twice in the past week to hit it while it was in technical rehearsals and both times i completely missed it and it was uh it was closed at the points that i got into it and i know rhino didn't go over to ride it because he just got back to orlando yes so but it's it's very very exciting. Brendan Fraser, of course, is still in there, so all those fears can be be quelled. And hopefully, hopefully, it will just be another way that we can experience the mummy at Universal Orlando. Of course, I'm also talking about in the Halloween Horror Nights house right now. 
that that they have. That uh, you get it? You get it? No. I'm I got it and I'm not going to acknowledge okay. it. Okay. What is it? What does Lucille Blue say? I don't understand it, therefore I will not acknowledge it. I you know what? It's about the tuna sandwich or something. I I guess I'm fine with that. I'm I'm okay with that. But just wanted to put that out there right now so everyone is aware of it though that you might not have to, you know, you might not have to wait too long to ride the mummy if you're coming on a vacation to Universal Orlando very soon. But okay, we are going to move on to our next portion of this show and we're going to talk about the food just very briefly because obviously we haven't had a chance yet to really have any of the food that much like the mummy being in technical rehearsal, uh, Universal did actually do food previews leading up to Halloween Horror Nights where they would open up the booths and allow people an early chance to get over and try some. And, uh, of course, I, by the time I saw it every night on social media and every day on social media, I had completely missed it. But, also, at the same time, too, if I couldn't go with Rhino, I didn't really want to go over by myself and get anything. Uh, I didn't want to. I didn't want him to miss out on it as well. But uh, ultimately, I know that we're going to eat a lot of food during the Halloween season, and we're going to probably review the food at Halloween Horror Nights multiple times too. So I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily. I wasn't rushing at any point to try to get the food early too because i also know that with any food preparation sometimes things aren't perfect right at the beginning and they need to get into the groove and so we're, we're going to try to cover food for next week's show and get some, our first round of items to be able to enjoy and and go over them at that point but uh yeah in terms of like early previews for us we didn't really get in on that game, but I know there's a lot of great sounding food and there's a lot that we are going to want to try. And uh, the menus have been up on basically all of the 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 booths set up around the park for a while now. So it's been easy to get an idea of what they're having at this year's event. And a lot of it seems to be very themed and definitely intriguing, piquing my interest. Uh, Universal, of course, wanted to mention several items that you should look out for, including the Major Sweets Ice Cream Sandwich, inspired by the Sweet Revenge Scare Zone. And that's a candy cord corn sugar cookies filled with sweet corn ice cream and that's a vegetarian one adorable oh yeah because it's ice cream it's a vegetarian one yeah okay (laughs) you have a lot of beef in your ice cream usually i do (laughs) um they also mentioned like the maggot covered cheese dog inspired by bugs eaten alive a korean style hot dog with fresh mozzarella rolled in puffed rice topped with gochujang drizzle and black sesame seeds a savior tears signature cocktail inspired by the weekend after hours nightmare this signature drink mixes bourbon peach brandy single pressed lemon juice agave nectar and bitters topped with peach bursting boba and served in a souvenir cup i will say that one if the 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 ingredients that are in there, while I know the peach brandy and the agave is going to uh, skew it on the sweeter side, if they find the right balance with that drink and their big pre-mixed batches, that could potentially be delicious. Because I do love a good bourbon peach drink. And I'm 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 kind of I mean I'm impressed by that one. Or if they like really knock it up with a lot of lemon juice or bitters what so that way you that? get I'm that. Sorry. That one's the Savior Tears signature cocktail. Oh, for the weekend one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I I think that one 
as long as they as long as they get their balance right on it. Yeah. I think that one could be potentially tasty, which I like that it's just not oh blue curacao. Ugh. Great. Yeah. Like that's it's just what I want in all my drinks. Uh, so many juices, pineapple juice, orange juice. I don't You like no. the glass is only so big. <laughs> yeah. Too much stuff. Too too many Simpler ingredients. Is better. I Ryan I concur. You concur. I concur with that. Okay. Other things they mentioned. Lil Boo's spicy pumpkin bun inspired by horrors of Halloween. It's a steamed bun film with (laughs) butternut squash, spicy butternut squash. And pumpkin bun. Influenced by the (laughs) beloved Halloween Horror Nights character, Lil Boo. Uh, A garlic Philly cheese steak. Tender shaved beef. Did you say steak? I did say Steve. Uh, tender shaved beef served on a black hoagie slider roll with caramelized onions, peppers, sautéed mushrooms, Munster cheese sauce, and a roasted garlic aioli. Funny enough, I was thinking about cheese steaks for dinner tonight. I really was. Don't do it. Good. Why? Because we might have this cheese steak tomorrow. I, you know what though? Then I can compare it to my cheese steak and uh, see which one was the better cheese steak. We all know steak. you'll have the better cheese steak. It's fine. I, don't, I don't wait. Know. This, but there's also a bourbon. Oh, sorry, you're reading the specific ones they want yeah, you to mention. Yeah, because I'm, I'm looking at that menu that you're reading off of. But yeah, I'm reading the uh, the press release first, okay. and then we'll get into okay. Because the there's a drink it. on that thing too. I'm interested. Uh, in yeah, that's a, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, Burning Skull includes tequila, lime juice, simple syrup, mango nectar, pineapple juice, smoked chili pitters, jalapeno, and basil concentrates shaken and served in a light-up molded skull cup. What did you just Wait, say about too many? It's yeah. the uh, the Burning Skull. That's a lot. That's a lot of things in that drink. There's a lot of ingredients. A lot of flavors. At some point, you got to think they're starting to cancel each other out. That was my thought with it, too, so I'm glad you mentioned it. Uh, then we have uh, Dia de los Muertos themed items, uh, including tamales, Dia de los Muertos, pork tamales served with red mole sauce and cotilla cheese, roasted mm. sweet potato and mushroom street tacos, roasted sweet potato and mushroom tacos topped with onions, vegan crumbled cheese, and cilantro, also served with uh, birria consomme. Uh, we got the fried zombie brains, fried cauliflower florets tossed in a spicy gochujang sauce and I want those. garnished with toasted sesame seeds and scallions, uh, petrified rat tails, funnel fries with creamy crab dip, sliced scallions and seasoned with herbs and spices, uh, tombstone red velvet cake pot. A red velvet cake pop coated in buttercream on a bed of crushed chocolate cookie crumbs and garnished with white chocolate bones. This one just kind of sounds lazy. It's a red velvet cake pop. I mean, <laughs> come on. Get, nah, nah, nah. Uh, pizza skull, pepperoni and cheese stuffed skulls served in a marinara dipping sauce. This one I thought sounded very promising. And then I saw the Orlando Informer photo of it. And it literally looks like it looks like a pizza roll shaped like a skull yeah. just dropped in marinara sauce <laughs> like like i maybe I, I i don't know i don't know i don't know if i necessarily want to fish out a skull and eat it out of marinara soup you put a couple of drinks and maybe <laughs> well we'll have to see uh but then they also want to mention of course the returning fan favorites including pizza fries vegan pizza fries we have s'mores fries Wait. Vegan pizza fries? Yep. Uh, That's new. Yep. Topped with marinara sauce, vegan cheese, vegan pepperoni, vegan sausage crumbles, and vegan people. Vegan people? Yeah. Oh, interesting. So. Like vegetable people. <laughs> uh, twisted taters, of course, too, in a variety of options, including the blood and guts twisted taters. 
uh, in the fiery twisted tater with queso. And that is, uh, they mentioned other ones at, uh, at City Walk and the hotels. I'm not going to lean to really go into all of those. Um, that was the press release though, where they released and they announced Dead Coconut Club, which wasn't even a secret, but it was, was officially announced in in that release and i'm uh i'm very very excited obviously mm-hmm. red coconut club being transformed into a classic monsters little hangout in city walk so now the party truly can move out into city walk which i think is a great thing granted halloween horror nights closes at two o'clock every night so city walks closed by that point in time but it's nice to know you could leave you could start go to city there. Well, or no, is it not open until after the event starts? That I don't know what time it opens every day. It, I mean, Red Coconut would have opened at like five, so oh, you're yeah. kind of in a bad place for that. But it's nice to know if you want to leave Halloween Horror Nights and maybe get away from the crowds for a little bit that you have Dead Coconut. But yeah. I'm sure a lot of people will have that option. But Rhino, I mentioned a lot of food. Was there anything else that jumped out to you? Because as I mentioned, the menus were all over the place. Uh, yeah, there's some. You sent me photos of ones that were up already, and there's like some in here that um, pop out to me. Like there, there's a, there's another specialty drink at the Eats and Treats booth that's a Old Forester bourbon with cherry brandy, sweet vermouth, Woodford cherry bitters, and a tart cherry syrup. That probably will be on the sweeter side, but it's one of those where I'd be like, I'd be interested in that. Um, we've had this voodoo brewing company, Lacto Cooler, which is the th- the thing this year because it's got a Slimer on the can. And yeah. I feel like it was okay. It, it it's, was, it's not going to overtake my my uh, whole hog pumpkin ale. but yeah, I know I liked it a lot more than you did. Yeah, I, um, but I, I will... I will try it at least one more time. I, I think they have it at Total Wine now, though, for us at least. I, I feel like I saw it in the back before. Yeah, but. Voodoo's, Voodoo's from Pittsburgh, but they, uh, they've they recently started uh, making progress down to Florida in terms of their distribution. And I believe they're opening up a uh, brewery in St. Pete, too. So oh. pretty soon we'll be able to go get it from the source. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's a lot of variety in terms of the drinks and the like beer this year, which is really nice. Um, but, uh, let me see. There was another one. Cause that's the thing you got to know. Nobody's making these, they're ba- pre-batching them. Yeah. So that's the part where you're like, some of these are coming off. Like they're going to be like, Oh, that could be good. But it's like, if it were handmade, maybe. Yeah. But not- Cause I mean, the one you said was, it was just an old fashioned, but if they're going to make it on the very sweet side, well, it wasn't an old fashioned. It was a Manhattan, but because it had vermouth. Oh, it did. Yeah. Did it have vermouth? Yeah, it in had it? vermouth in it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. see that in there. Yeah. Oh my god, that's going to make it even sweeter. I know. That's Ugh. the part where I'm like, and then they added a syrup to it. I was like, I don't think you needed the syrup, but no. whatever. I, it's fine. Um, but there, there's another booth. Um, this located at Gramercy Park booth that has petrified rat's tails, which sounds okay. It sounds both disgusting, but so much that we have to try it. It's Florida-based seasoned funnel fries with creamy crab dip and sliced scallions. It's on the level of the um, the beignets, yeah. I feel like, that we had, which were surprisingly good. So that's why I kind of want to do those again. But there's also a spicy turkey and squash bun, which is spicy ground turkey and butternut squash filled steamed bun, which sounds just like the little boo bun, but just a little different. Um but, uh, yeah, I want to try that. But on that booth, too, there's also this one called Pumpkin Gingerbread Snap Punch. And that's dark rum, pumpkin puree, ginger and cinnamon syrup, single-pressed lemon juice, orange juice, and then uh, pimento bitters. I don't know why on God's screen you would use pimento bitters. Maybe I, there's something I don't know about it. But um, 
But I am interested in that cocktail. Again, I bet it's like way too sweet and not enough liquor in it too because – and I'm not saying that from an alcoholic standpoint. For a well-balanced drink, you need you need the correct amount of liquor. You can't be like, ooh, teaspoon and then all the other stuff. Um, but uh, obviously we're going to need to try some of the stuff that you mentioned already as well. Um, I th- there was another item I'm just trying to scroll through here and see if I can find it. Really quick before I, uh, the witch's spell cauldron stew. Did you have that? Did you mention that? I uh, that was not one of the ones that I mentioned. Okay, so our friend Chloe was at the team member preview last night, and I think she had this and said it was good. It's a green chili and chicken stew served with skeleton cornbread. I don't know. It just looks really cute because the little the the this literally a skeleton man is the cornbread. Mm-hmm. However, I don't know that you want a hot soup at this time of day on the thing. Uh, so maybe that's a uh, later in the season. I want this because it sounds terrible, but I want it. The killer stovetop popcorn custard. It's popcorn infused custard that is then topped with blood spattered kettle corn. And I don't know why, but it's one of those things where I was like, I got to try it. You put custard in or on something. I got to try it. I don't. I don't think that one's going to be good. But I don't go think it for is it. either. I think it's probably going to be awful. To be honest with you, at, at that booth uh, in the New York section, I would rather just get that haunted horse. I know we got to get that too. That is straight up drunk food, though. Right it there. is, and I'm actually I'm a little irritated by it. This is the open face burger on garlic Texas toast with jalapeno bacon, spicy candy, candied pork belly, crinkle cut fries, cheddar cheese sauce. Uh, it's twelve ninety nine. It looks like this big pile of drunken mess. And my thing is. <laughs> This is an item that doesn't scream Halloween to me. Why don't you just have this year round it? Freaking yeah, right. Mel's. Yeah. <laughs> like, stop giving me crappy burgers at Mel's. Why Give me is that it haunted? thing. <laughs> <laughs> what made it haunted? Is the horse dead? Well, yeah, I guess you're eating it, but. Well, it's a horseshoe, too. You're not, it's not a horse burger. Oh. I regret saying all those words. Oh, he died. Um, did you see the drink at that menu, too, though? Mm, I Souvenir some Samhain Shocker. It's absinthe and green chartreuse. Green chartreuse, excuse me, with single pressed lemon juice and simple syrup served over ice. Uh, absinthe and sh- green chartreuse. I don't know that the people that go to Universal Studios Orlando, Florida Halloween Horror Nights are the are the absinthe and green chartreuse drinking crowd. <laughs> so that is the wildest thing for me. I kind of want to try it, but I bet it just tastes like really minty. I have no idea. I've never had green chartreuse. Oh, you haven't? So, it's really good. With no. gin, it's really good. I, I can't speak to that. Obviously, I've had my fair share of absinthe, and I don't I, – absinthe, it, I, I don't really like the taste of it. I like a Sazerac, honest. but it's the absinthe can very much overtake the Sazerac, yes. and that's the problem. It's just supposed to be like sprayed in, or the glass is supposed to be washed with it. Yeah. I Usually, it's just – it's too – too much for me, but I, don't, it's, I, th- I bet it's knows? just because it's going to be like a neon green drink is why they made it. But also at the meats meats thing, there's this weird spoiled angry bear meat. It's savory flaming hot Cheetos and white cheddar flavored marshmallow treat. Oh, so it's just it's like a marshmallow covered in flaming hot Cheetos and you got it. You got it. I don't know. That's it. never mind. I don't need that. Um, but those are just some of the things I've seen so far. It feels to me oh, – also, there's the Chili Lee Ray, which is vegan quinoa chili with hominy, top of the micro cilantro, and vegan feta cheese crumbles. I might have to try that, too, even though I hate so – the micro cilantro is fine, but um, I just think there's, like, a lot, a lot, a lot of themed – really themed food this year that I am really actually looking forward to 
trying mm. a lot of it. I, I'm surprised when you mentioned the the good guys booth, the the Chucky booth, yeah. where the Chili Lee Ray is. It's a fun play on Charles Lee Ray, the name <laughs> of the killer. Um, the wanna play beignet there, the Nashville hot chicken and pimento cheese stuffed beignet. Oh, I didn't. Scallion, I didn't know it was a beignet. I just saw hot Nashville hot chicken season. and I stopped reading. It, and we know how we know how Universal does their hot chicken. We've had it. We have to get that. Yeah. Pimento cheese. It's it's got your name right on it, stuffed in a beignet. <laughs> Oh yeah, we're served try with that. pimento bitters as well too. <laughs> yeah, they just got a minor. I never even heard of such a thing. I have can't, met, it can't yeah. be the cheese. It has to. No, be. it would be the it, it's the actual pimento. But I've never had just a pimento. It's the green the green that they cut up and it's mixed in with the pimento and, it's, and it's with the cheddar cheese. Such a non common bitter that it would have been harder to get too, which is kind of interesting that it's somehow incorporated in that drink. That's the fascinating part to me. Also, if you're batching a drink that uses bitters, I'm imagining you're just breaking the top of the bottle off and dumping in the bottle. See, that's the thing that worries me. I don't know. Yeah. So according to a very quick Google search, a pimento is... Um, it's essentially... It's like the from They say it's essentially the same spiciness as a bell pepper. Oh, okay. So interesting. Um, so it's like an herbal. It's like a, a very herbal. I think, yeah, bitter. Then I, I think that could work as a. I think that could work as a bitter, but that's just me being. Uh, that's me feeling promising about it. Probably it. brings down the sweetness because that drink I said has a lot of sweetness. Yeah. Well, in here's it. the thing. Ultimately, we're going to say we're going to get it, and then we're going to just end up drinking beer the entire yeah. time, and we're never going to get the mixed drinks. It's I want fine. That whole it's okay. Beer. It's okay. But that is it for the food. Uh, again, there was previews, but we will have it. Speaking of previews, uh, the Tribute Store also opened up a day early for people to go in and get a look inside there. And we can't talk about it right now because we haven't been inside it yet, but we will in just a second. So let's see what we have to say. We've made it to Universal Orlando for the Tribute Store, and Rhino is just around the corner from me filming the introduction for his video he's going to do all about the Tribute Store. Meanwhile, I'm just going to walk us through to get a quick look at it. He'll go way in more depth with the actual prices and such for all the items that are in there, but let's go ahead and get inside. The outside of the Tribute Store is themed as a theater, the same theater that was just here for the last Tribute Store. But once you get inside, it is different. It's kind of set up like a dark ride, so that's going to be exciting. Something a little fresh, a little new. Okay, here we go, right from the start. I'm loving all the paper cutouts on the wall. Kind of makes me feel like my Halloween of when I was growing up, because we had those everywhere, but... Yeah, the uh, the first poster you see when you come inside, uh, before you make it all the way inside, kind of shows off the dark ride aesthetic to it. And then, when you get in here, you actually do see the ride control panel. So, I feel like I'm back in my days of Dragon Challenge, and right there, your new haunted dark ride user manual. Get birthday card for Greg. Not for Craig. But, let's move in here, so... Where we're going to go with this, let's look at it down this way. We have the Halloween Festival. We have the Witch's Cottage. She'll put a spell on you. Spooky Cemetery. People are dying to get in. And the Pumpkin Patch. Pick at your own risk. Okay. In the first room now, 
believe this is the pumpkin patch based on the pumpkins everywhere. And as, of course, you can see the ride track down here on the floor taking us all the way through. Take at your own risk. I think I will. Nope. Okay, not pointing it out there in price, but the Pumpkin Lord t-shirt, I absolutely love that. That was, uh, that was one I saw on Twitter, but now seeing it in person, I will definitely be getting that. And that's a big pumpkin. A really big pumpkin. Oh, so many cool things. What's the quality of this sign here? Another wood sign. Every day is Halloween. Oh gosh, I'm probably going to end up buying that. And a Pumpkin Lord candle. Probably going to end up buying that. Spirit jersey, no, not as much. And I like how they have the lighting set up in here because it looks like there's crows flying around. But we see them up there on that wheel. So, nice little touch. Nice little touch. And pumpkins and jack-o'-lanterns. Good stuff. I'm digging this first room. Oh, guess that's a pumpkin scarecrow butt right there. Oh, and I guess the, the pumpkin lord shirt is for annual pass holders. So next up, going to move into the cemetery. Okay, here we go. The Halloween Hills Cemetery. So pretty in here. Oh, What are they doing right there? I'm not quite sure. It's like a crying, pooping angel or something like that. And uh, they've got the Universal Monsters merchandise in here. Another concerned angel. I see. Yeah. I don't know if I'm... Hey, how are you? <laughs> I don't know if I'm really digging a lot in this one. Like, I, I like the cemetery vibe, but it's just not... It's not quite hitting me all the way. Oh, my God. Well, it's a tin sign for the sanitarium. I will most likely be buying that. I love a good tin sign. But, okay, yeah, more Halloween merch in here for Halloween the movie, I'm saying. And then also kind of the merch for, like, mashup stuff. So this is the Halloween-specific merchandise, which I like, but I already have a Halloween shirt. I feel like I don't need more. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> okay, that's perfect. I love that. I love that a lot. It's a nice little effect. Then, yeah. And that's the that's the look of like all of the different properties combined. Both intellectual properties, I guess the weekend's not on there, but then original concepts as well too. Neat. And then I love those little guys up there. They're just bouncing, having a good time. Little photo op right over here in the left corner where you can get inside the coffin. But 
that's it. And then we move on to the next room to connect us to the next room. We're moving through like the mausoleum where people can pay to put their face on the wall. Something that I did not do, but you could have. Here we move into Cauldron Cottage. This is very witchy. Very witchy indeed. Nice little effect right here when we walk in. It is a skeleton foot sticking outside of a cauldron. Clearly a witch is using magic to stir it. And uh, a lot up above. A lot is happening. A full moon out at night. A skeleton bat. Witches. The bird cages that witches put children in, I guess. It's the best way to describe them. I don't know. Uh, over here in the corner, we have a treat cart. A lot of good-looking sweets in there, but we'll get into that in another one. This isn't about sweets. This is about the store. But, okay. I like this a lot. You've got this, like, stained glass, but it's animated, so it's slightly moving. It's pretty cool. I like those cat and grim reaper stained glass up above as well, too. And of course, so many of these Frankenstein popcorn buckets now that Universal's getting in the popcorn bucket game in a big way. But, yeah, the theming in this room again, just so much is from up and above. And I feel like I've seen everything that I can in this room. Oh, especially that little witch walking past. That's fun. But I feel like I've seen everything, so gonna move on to the final room. Haunted Haunted Hollow Hills. And this is our final room. It's really embracing that Halloween festival feel. And definitely nice and spread out. Some of the other rooms feel a little claustrophobic, but this one is uh, this one feels very much more relaxing to go through. Got a sweets window. Some of those major, major sweets candy company. So it blends in with the, the scare zone that's right out on the other side of here. Nothing really in this corner to look at in particular. This looks like a little village. Oh, but I do see... Moldoramas down here, so let's check out what the Moldoramas are here. In this section, we have the Frankenstein head. They've done this one before, honestly. I don't like that with the orange. Doesn't look great to me. And then we have the Frankenstein stand-up one again. This one, again, different color. This one's blue. I think the one I have from years ago is green. But that is this final room in here. I'm not going to take you outside quite yet. I mean, I, there'll be the next thing you see, but I still have a little bit to see. And then it might not matter for long, but they still do have some of the exclusive Halloween Horror Nights vinyl records in here that are centered around legendary truth. So if you were looking for it, couldn't get it online, it is right there. 
Remember, this is a dark ride, so it has to end with a good gift shop, which this gift shop is the Erie Emporium. Every great ride ends with a gift shop. Good stuff. Very interesting, Rhino. Very interesting indeed. But we are going to wrap up this episode now by talking about our HHN hype lists in terms of the houses for this year. And we're going to, we've already talked in depth about the houses so much this year that we are not going to go into the, uh, the, actual details of what the houses are about. We are just solely going to go through and say what order they are currently in for us right now before the event leading into it, because then we want to see where it uh, stands next week when we we actually talk about it all. So, Ryan, if I may call you that. No. Okay. Well, Ryan, what do you have in your number 10 spot? Uh, My number 10 spot is the Hellblock Horror. Me too. That is also my number 10 spot. What's your number nine spot? Descendants of Destruction. Ryan, you'll be surprised to find out that that is also in my number nine spot. Number eight. Dead Man's Pier, Winter's Wake. Wow. Okay. What what do you think I have for mine? Fiesta de Chupacabras. Absolutely not. I'm surprised you would say that. Nope. I have The Weekend. Oh, I'm not surprised. Because it's just... You know what? I've I've been listening to more of his music, and I'm not saying I dislike his music. I actually enjoy his music. I'm just not really excited for this one. Maybe I'll get there once we see it. But on, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm curious. I'm curious, but not enough to be like, yep, I need to go there. It's I'm not gonna doing it. It's not the first house I want to see. I have other ones, but okay, number seven, Ryan. Fiesta de Chupacabras. Oh. Uh, my number seven spot, I have bugs eaten alive. But I like bugs. Okay. Tiny bugs. Little bugs. Little bugs. Uh, what's your number six? Uh, Spirits of the Coven. Mm. I have in that spot Horrors of Blumhouse. Yeah. Number I have five. that one a lot higher. Um, I have bugs eaten alive for number five. Because okay. I'm just I It could go either way. It could go either way. Yeah. And that's where I have Dead Man's Pier at. Um, the reason I have it lower is you still haven't watched Freaky, have you? No, I realize that. So I'm going to watch that tonight yeah. or tomorrow night. I, I think you have it based on your feelings for the black phone. I do. Right that's now. why it's so high on yeah. my list right now. But I, I think you'll change a little bit once you add Freaky on there. That's just my opinion on it. You know, I like those Vince Vaughn movies. Uh, It's not a Vince Vaughn movie. I mean, it is a Vince Vaughn movie. It's not Vince Vaughn. It's not how your mom likes Vince Vaughn. It's not how Sandy likes her Vince Vaughn. Yeah, it's just. She was in Supernatural. There's a lot of good elements that should make it a good movie. It's just not a good movie. Okay, what's your number? That was five, I think. So what's number four? The Weeknd. This one crawled up my list solely because I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I'm not really overly excited for any house this year i'm actually more of scare zone person this year um but i my everybody outside of our podcast thing has come to me and been like yeah but the weekend has a house so my one of my best friends cj he said it somebody else texted me about it so there's a lot of very excited people for this house hey Uh, so they're getting me hyped i think good 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 on them my number four is universal monsters legends collide for you i you know what i think it's there's been a lot of good monsters over the past couple of years not as excited about this one uh what's your number three halloween Mm, mine is spirits of the coven 
Those speakeasy witches. You like those flappers. It says they're flappers on the description. It's speakeasy 1920s flappers. flappers. Yeah, I I like the idea of it. Uh, What's your number two? Uh, Universal Monsters. And that's where I put Halloween. So your number one literally is Horrors of Blumhouse? It's the only one where I'm like, I've seen The Black Phone, and I really... (laughs) The Black Phone is one of the best movies I've seen this year. So I'm like, I don't... I don't... Okay. No it judgment. was. It was a good movie. It was a really good movie. So I'm like, I don't know. There's no. There's no. There's nothing else for me to really to lock into. I I remember the original Halloween House here and at Universal Studios Hollywood. Both were amazing. So I'm hoping this lives up to it. But it's one of those where I was like, I've done it. It's the old Halloween House. Okay. I'm I'm hoping they they do enough different with it to make uh, it. It sounds great. to me like the ending of the house here is what the ending in Hollywood was the year I went, as opposed to our ending. Because I think everyone's trying to be like, hush-hush about it. And I'm like, I know what they're talking about. Okay. It's where I ran into a wall. Well, I did not experience it in Hollywood, so that would be new for me. So I look forward to that. But my number one is Fiesta de Chupacabras. Really? Yep. I I love the idea of that that Latin village feel, but with a, a mythical creature as well, too. Something about it just... Gets me excited. I'm curious to see what they're, when we get in there, what a Latin yeah. village looks like to them. I, I, I am too. But ultimately, I always know every year it's an original house that what ends up at the top of my list. So I tried to be more realistic about it That's this time. That's not always true for me. What? That's not always true for me. It's not always a. It was last year. It was last year because last year the original house has killed it. So I'm hoping that's what, what'll be the. I'm just hoping it'll be surprised. That's all. Okay. Okay. Well. Oh, oh, man. And with that, uh, the thunder is telling us it's time thunder? to end. No, we're not going the there. No. Okay. So that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. Hey, if you're watching this on YouTube and you enjoyed it, hit the thumbs up, comment, and subscribe to the channel if you haven't, and leave your hype list in the comments below. If you listen to the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition, listen, uh, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And yeah, that's the first step. First, listen, then subscribe where you listen. And if you can leave a rating and review, please do that as well, too. And if you want to support us more book a vacation through dreams unlimited travel get a free no obligation quote today at dreams unlimited travel.com but that's going to do it for this week's episode of the dis unplugged universal edition i hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you again real soon with another episode uh until then remember we still haven't changed the name 